0: Welcome to Thinking Outside the Soil, with your host, Shani Alfalfa Seed, where we get to talk story and touch on topics about hydroponics and the farmers who grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. Good morning, good morning, and happy Aloha Friday from Blooming Health Farms. And thank you for being with me on this beautiful day you may hear those honks in the background and i shared in the previous episode how i am inundated with chicks lately and that's because we are expanding our business and recruiting a couple who are going to become egg farmers they saw an opportunity to produce some really awesome eggs in a way that they said was simpler than anything they've ever seen before in the past and so in the effort to help ethan and shay become better chicken farmers i have begun to explore what it means to protect their flock and in that effort i have looked at what others have done and tried to figure out what is going to be the best path for us moving forward. So the new farm is on the edge of Greeley, Colorado, and any area on the edge of an urban environment inevitably has to face the uh, conflict of nature versus civilization. So on the edges of most urban environments, you're going to find more wildlife and for us that's really important because the wildlife that i'm most concerned with from two perspectives is the ones that are going to prey upon our flock and the ones that are going to potentially pass on any pathogens the we are worried about the animals that are going to kill our birds or give them diseases so in understanding what that means for our flock, I began understanding what can we do to keep them safe. So without squirreling away on too many biosecurity topics, I wanted to just narrow down on the really neat thing that we are going to pursue with this new avenue. And i alluded to those little honks and it's those honks that are going to explore what it means to protect our flock in a way that is less familiar to many of us in this area so here in colorado a lot of people protect their poultry or protect their livestock with dogs a lot of uh, individuals Will get uh, different breeds of dogs to live in the flock, to live with the herd, to essentially act as another member and be the protection from those predators, specifically in this aspect. Well, We have decided to take a different route, and I am exploring the guardian geese perspective. Now, we're doing that for a couple of reasons. I have uh, a mentor who has told me a story multiple times about how when he was a kid that a goose broke his arm when he was on the farm. And so that story resonates with me over and over and over and impresses upon me the strength of a goose's uh, wings and or the ability for them to defend themselves. And while exploring other uh, chicken farmers out there and seeing other success, I came across uh, an individual named Lisa Steele who advocates the use of guardian geese in her flock. And so taking those two ideas, I began to uh, develop and conclude that the geese may be something that could be right for us. There was also another reason why I chose geese so here in colorado uh, we have a lot of waterfowl that means we have a lot of birds that uh, live on the water and migrate so those are going to be like the geese and the ducks that we see seasonally go north for the summer and south for the winter colorado and specifically here on the eastern plains happens to be in one of the major central flyways and i bring that up uh, because it is influential in spreading of the uh, pathogens that are of concern to poultry to those of us that have flocks we need to be mindful of the migrating waterfowl that go around in our areas so one of the reasons that i chose the goose was because in and of itself i believe that having a goose in our flock will essentially keep away any other type of waterfowl from approaching our flock And I take some of that conclusions from the observations of watching how a lot of waterfowl seem to interact in and of themselves. Waterfowl seem to be a little bit cliquish like many of other social groups. And so I have observed quite often that when waterfowl are flying over an area that they will often not directly fly over a group of birds that is on the ground foraging and occupying an area so it's really these two major ideas of what can we put in our flock that will have the ability to defend itself and other animals much like a dog, can fight off a predator. We chose the goose because the goose has the ability to defend itself, potentially cause quite a bit of damage, and deter those types of predation. The geese are also extremely loud, so much like a dog's bark, they will alert the flock or the farm owner or any other animals to the presence. And a lot of times we rely on just the simple, uh, simpleness of noise to keep predators away. So to get back to what I originally said about what I've been doing this past week, has been spending time with these geese in order to imprint them so that they know that humans are okay that we are not the predators that when we go into the yard that when we go near the coop or near their feathered friends that they don't attack us that they don't do anything out of the ordinary Uh, it's also extremely fun to walk around the area and have these three little yellow things following me around honking like crazy and then i've actually been uh, jogging back and forth across my property to watch these geese sprint and charge and I think that that is just hilarious to watch these young geese run and find their balance but I'm also really impressed with their speed and their ability I uh, also have uh, a cat who is quite the predator for non feathered animals it's it's funny he uh, won't attack the chickens he doesn't kill songbirds but squirrels and other small mammals I find pieces of them uh, often and so the other day when we were outside uh, it was hilarious when these three little goslings started Approaching my cat and the three of them charged and they stuck their little geese heads Straight at him and started honking and it was hilarious because the cat looked funny got this confused uh, Look on its face and just charged or took off in the opposite direction so those things for me uh, showed me a lot of uh, promising things for our future guardians of our flock. And it also gave me the opportunity to do some important work with my geese while giving me an opportunity to, to take some time for myself and just be and heal. It can be a challenge for some of us that are in the agricultural world when we do encounter some of these setbacks. It's challenging because those setbacks in and of themselves are usually not viable reasons for not doing the work that needs to be done. So when we're sick, the animals don't care and don't know that we may not be able to do what we did before. So we have to do our best to do what we need to do. So I was just glad to be able to take that opportunity and I am thankful that I got to share some of those things with you today. So that is all I have for you on this gorgeous day. If you're interested in learning more about how hydroponic fodder is helping farmers like Ethan and Shay improve their livestock quality, like getting really awesome eggs, head on over to thinkingoutsidethesoil.com and get yourself a copy of my book so you don't miss out on becoming part of this next agricultural revolution. Join us again on another episode, and thank you for being with me on Thinking Outside the Soil. Take care and have a lovely day. Hey, before you go, check out the links below. And if you'd be so kind as to leave a rating and review and follow the show. For those with feathered friends, don't forget to get yourself some of our Blooming Health Farms Chicken Blend Sprouting Mix. This supplemental mix has been shown to give you some of the best eggs with the yummiest yolks. You'll have happy, healthy hens that abandon the feeder and give you eggs with high levels of vitamin A and omega fatty acids. So don't forget to get yourself some Blooming Health Farms Chicken Blend Sprouting Mix.